Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel So, hello and welcome to episode six, season twelve of the Fighting Cop podcast. We're joined today. We're joined. You're our part. Ricky, you're here. I'm here. <laughs> Yeah, feeling good? Yeah, well, feeling good. Feeling, um, there's a slight uh, apprehension in my household at the moment. What's happened? Have you been uh, caught? Well, on on Saturday, I was doing the gardening, doing some weeding, uh, just just sorting it out at the back, and uh, my (laughs) missus and kids were out for the day. When they came in, they said, um, oh, you've got two Amazon parcels. I was like, oh, sweet. I was like, oh, shit, I... I was listening to a pod. I didn't hear them ring. And they said, here you go. And when they handed them to me, it was two big boxes. And I was like, where were they? And they were like, in the front room. What? And I was like, how the fuck did they get in the front room? How did they? The Amazon driver must have rung the doorbell, <laughs> opened my front door and just come into my house and left them in there. So is that good work or bad work? I think that's no, good th- work. Th- no, that's that's stepping over the line, man. You but he didn't want your some... he didn't want your shit to get nicked. Well, you can't come into someone's house like like for for the American listeners. I do I do not have a porch. Um... <laughs> no one, very few people in England have porches, really. Not not <laughs> yeah. ones that you can leave leave uh, parcels safely in. Anyway, no, no, we just you just got a door going. You're in was, the house. Was your was your Amazon driver Richarlison by any chance? Just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> It may have been, it, it, it may have been, uh, but yeah, so that, so that kind of freaked us out a little bit. And that night as well, um, someone like next morning went into our car and the, um, you know, the little kind of, uh, I don't know, like glove compartments and secret compartments and all that, like were all open in our car and all like, our charging wires and all that that were all over the back seats and someone had broken into the car. What? Oh, yeah, wow. the same night. I know. So, like, proper. It's. What are you like saying? A, Amazon man. Amazon man did it. 
I don't know. It could be anyone, but um, Mate, they're, they're on like fucking minimum weight. My um my my uh, Ray Bans were in the glove compartment. Didn't touch them. Didn't touch them, which is weird. Uh, do you want to know the real funny thing about all of this? What's that? Uh, that um, I bought a ring doorbell about three weeks ago. It's been sitting on my desk. Can't be fucked to set it up. Oh, it's a ball lake. <laughs> Fuck that. Would have been perfect to catch both those bastards. <laughs> it would have been indeed. Uh, no, it's what I've been doing today. <laughs> Attaching been, a ring doorbell. <laughs> have you set, set it up? <laughs> yeah. Why did you get it? Uh, it was on offer. Amazon were doing one of their like uh, summer sales or whatever. And I was just like, yeah, let's just buy it. Let's get loads of tech. I don't I live in the Western world and can piss my fucking money around on anything. <laughs> and then, right. they t- then they bring out the gas prices, and I'm like, shit, man, better send that back. Yeah, get it, get it back. Uh, Cal, well, it's good, big news for Cal this week. He lost his virginity, Rick. Oh, uh, well done, mate. Congratulations. 37. 37 years old, right? And he's, and, and he's lost his virginity. Like, it's amazing. It's amazing it's finally happened. But just congratulations, Cal. Uh, if you yeah. want to follow him, what is it? BC, the Grand Slam. If you let him know, mm. just say, like, well done. Yeah, I, I think special thanks, special thanks to your mum for helping me out. Um, oh, yeah. Shit, stun me. Have you really done, you're 37 year old and you're doing a mum joke. And dabbing, and you're dabbing. People don't know, if you're not patrons, you can, you can watch this podcast being recorded live uh, via Patreon. Not, uh, not live, but you can watch it, the video version of it on Patreon. Anyway, um, yeah, well done. You, I've somehow been done there, uh, which is fine. It's absolutely fine. This is why I love you, Cal. Um, but Tottenham Hotspur are currently, f- f- well, what are we saying? What, unbeaten league so far? Three wins mm-hmm. in, in, in four? A draw away to Chelsea? How are you feeling about it, Cal? I feel good. Like, um, yesterday was, was interesting again uh, because we, you know, we kind of gave up a lot of the football. and um, we are gonna, We're going to go into that for sure. Um, but yeah, no, I feel, I gen- generally I feel good. You know, like you said, three out of four. Chelsea, you know, a point against Chelsea away. Um, yeah, yeah, we're not playing great yet. Like you know, in mean, Harry Kane, I really enjoyed Harry Kane's interview yesterday. It was really good. We're not really, yeah. we haven't really got going yet. But yeah, third in the league, undefeated. You take um, it when you take oh, it all day long, all day long. I don't know if you've seen the stat, Ricky. Uh, since start of March, we've accrued more points than anyone else in the league. I know you can you can do that from anything. I mean, you have to have gone on a run for it to be significant. But you could, like, if you do it from the start of February, then that isn't a fact, is it? It's, it becomes something else, like Man United have or Man City have, rather. Um, but yeah, what, what, what do you make of like four games in overall, where where Spurs are at right now? Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great. I, I'd like the um, the thing is as well. Like, I think it's like oh, I saw something. Um, I think it's maybe like our best start in 13 years or something That's right. like that. Yeah, it is since, um, uh, since Redknapp. Right, so so which is great in itself. But um, if you want to look at the progression uh, and the teams we played last time, we lost to Wolves, beat them this season, <coughs> lost, yeah. lo- lost to um, Southampton, beat them, lost yeah. to Chelsea, um, drew against True. them. So... We've picked up those points that we lost last season, which is great. And then, obviously, uh, going to Forest. I know they're a newly promoted team, but um, I still have nightmares about Forest with fucking <laughs> Steve Stone and Ian Wone and like Ian Wone, yeah, yeah l- lads like that. And Forest used to have our number for for fucking years. 
hated them. Um, yeah. And so when I don't want to be like um, I am going to be, but when Tottenham rolls into your town, you fucking you, you know you come out in numbers. Big, you big want, you want, yeah, it's a it's a big day out for you. So, like, you want to get behind your team and listening back <coughs> to the Forest fans, they sounded in a uh, great voice. The stadium was bouncing. They've got, like, a, a, a real young team. They want to make an impression. So they were going to be up for it. So it's going to be a tough place to go. I, I, had, I had severe reservations going into that game, like, big time. What, do you think we would get turned over? I just... I, I, it just... It was, it was the type of game that we would find difficult. And... And that, despite having the quality, as, as the game panned out, it showed that we, you know, regardless of what of, of how how well Forest played, we had the bluster to, or how, how much they blustered, we had the quality to to to, to beat them. We should have beaten them maybe four or five in the end, like, with in terms of the chances we created. But I did go into it thinking all the things you just said that they're, they're newcomers to the league. This is the first, you know, certainly in the last sort of fifteen twenty years, first time they've been in the Premier League in ages. Um, and this is the first big team that's gone come to the city ground, and they're going to be well up for it. And you know, with 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 the correct amount of enthusiasm and expectation, because from where um, Cooper took him over when they were bottom of the league after seven games last season and, and getting them up, and the, the style of football that they play is really you know it's good it's positive it's 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 not it's it's almost the opposite of what Stoke did when they came to the league and stayed up, but because of these all of these factors, I just thought I, I'm I'm a, I am a little bit worried about this game and and obviously given the fact that bizarrely we're in a situation with Chase and Arsenal, I just thought any points dropped at the moment is is, is significant. It's going to be tough to deal with as, as Spurs fans. So I had did have. I did have a, an an air of trepidation about me going into the I think game. We all did. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course, man. Like, like you just said there, it's like no one wants to talk about it, but we have to talk about it. Like, uh, you know, the Gooners are playing very well at the moment, steamrolling teams, top of the league, um, and any points, even though it's very early in the season, any points you lose. Uh, you drop, you lose ground, but it's not only that; it's the chatter of. I know they're fucking stupid tweets but they do get under my skin of oh four points above Tottenham now gap starting to open like if we just win away next week and then they draw like and all these things already being written and it's nothing's really happened but it does uh get on my wick where I have you, less of you, an issue about that Rick I have less of an issue have of... loads of issue okay <laughs> <laughs> my, my point I don't know I don't care about them talking about us I care about how fucking chipper they are about their own football club. There was someone tweeted, T sent a message into the WhatsApp group saying, "This geezer goes, I, this has got the Invincibles feel about it." <laughs> what in what world? You were beaten by Newcastle six Premier League games ago, and so that's what. Winds me. Sorry, Ricky, I cut you there, mate. What? No, 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 it's fine. I can't remember what I'm saying now, but um... anyway. Yeah, let's get yeah. to the let's get to the uh, you know the game at the weekend because um, uh, when it's w- was you comfortable, Cal, with the fact that Forrest essentially dictated the pace of the game? Well, did they dictate the pace of the game, or did we allow them to do what they do, and then knowing full well that we can punish them? What what was your take on it? Um, well, I thought it looked like it was a plan. Because over pretty much since the since Jose Mourinho was at the club, we've been a very very good counter attacking team. Mm. So 
and that's kind of carried on on carried on under Conte as well. Um, and I thought, yeah, okay, this is the plan. We're going to sit in, we're going to let them have the ball, and we're going to counterattack them. Um, and we scored after five minutes, and that made me a lot more comfortable. Once we got that first goal, and you can see after that, there was always a second goal in it for us. Yeah, there was always a second goal in it for Tottenham. I was surprised we didn't get it before half time. To be honest, we were the, they were that open after the first goal. Um, but then Harry Kane said afterwards that was not the plan. That was not the plan at all. Um, so I guess it's just uh, perhaps the players are adapting on their own. They're kind of you know we're overrunning midfield. Okay, so let's sit off and just kind of counter them. Maybe they're adapting. They're just kind of doing some. They're just kind of adapting to the game as it goes. But yeah, it was pretty comfortable because if you look at it, they had one shot on target the whole game, considering the amount of you know the ball that they had. Um, they only had one shot on target, and we had seven. And you wouldn't think that over the kind of the, the way the the way the, the game went. Um, so yeah, I wasn't really too worried, really, especially after getting that opening goal. If, we, if it had been nil nil, you know, for ages, and they'd have had all the ball, yes, I'd have been worried, but not after one nil, no. I wasn't worried throughout the game. I, I wasn't stressed. I was, I was kind of frustrated with the fact that we couldn't get a stranglehold on it. But I, I, I don't know what what is it a plan to do that, and knowing that we we can hurt teams on the break, any team we can hurt on the break. Or is it that the midfield is is light, or, or, or our formation makes it the three four three makes it so that a team like Forest, who you know they essentially overloaded the numbers in in uh, in and around the box. So Jesse Lingard was playing as a number nine, but he wasn't really. He kept dropping in, and that gave them the extra player to play around us and play around the box. And they it, they were quality with the ball. But what they gave up by by giving themselves an extra man in that build up play was the fact that there was no one there to to finish, and all we had to, all we actually had to do to negate their attacking threat was just to sit back and be dis- disciplined. Um, so once we worked out that that was the case, and it felt like that as I was watching it, was that while it was frustrating that Forest were really playing nice football, that they'd they'd given themselves that advantage in the final third in the build up by by adding extra men in, in the sort of number 10 position, i.e. Lingard dropping from a nine into a 10 and, and, and giving an extra body there, meant that no matter how intricate and exciting their play was for their fans, it was only ever going to result in a speculative effort or a blocked shot because there was nothing else to go once they'd achieved that, that point. And what Spurs had was a player in the box when it was necessary. And um, that was that felt like the difference between us. It, it was bold by Forrest, and I appreciate, uh, you know, how how they played, and you know, I like it. I, I, I'd much prefer that than playing Burnley, which was in, like agony playing Burnley. But um, it, it felt inevitable, even though at times they had much more of the ball, Rick. Yeah, like um, kind of just to say what you said, like especially the the first half, they they were pressing, they were quick, uh, the the transitions were quick. Um, the the one touch passing was great. They were moving the ball ra- around our box uh, very direct and quick again. Um, but when they had the ball, it was long shots. It was a shot that was blocked. It was uh, a player driving forward and running into a player. If the ball came in, the header was weak. It was we had them at arm's length and they kept attacking and attacking. And but then as soon as we break, like the, you know the, f- the first one, uh, and then. Um, 
as you're breaking, Kane scores. That that uh, that goal was well weird as well. I was like, when it rolled in, I was like, oh, Deflecky, definitely. Who's it come off? Whose ankle is that come off? It's not. It's just booted the ball into the ground and it's like bobbled along. But like, he, knew exactly, he knew exactly where it was going in. It's just yeah. he didn't strike it in a way that... Like, I was surprised when it just went in the bottom corner. <laughs> yeah. Loved it. I know. I didn't know, like, when I was... Because I was cheering. I was like, is that got it? Like, I was, like, confused. I was like, fuck. <laughs> Uh, and then I heard the Spurs fans uh, cheering. But yeah, it did. Um, not that I would say it was cause for concern, but it's certainly a chin scratching moment. And there has been times throughout uh, this season where I am starting to think, what is our game plan? As in, I think we pretty much know, teams know that we are going to have two in midfield. So they're going to kind of counteract that by having three men in midfield or they're going to have someone that regularly drops uh, drops in, like you, like you were just saying, Flav, about uh, Lingard mm. was dropping back to um, create kind of that, that three up front for them uh, well, in midfield and um, overloads in um, Huibier and Bentancourt. Now, what is our what is our plan to counteract that? Like, I don't know... From what I've seen, I don't. We're not. We're just kind of trying to play well, through I, it. Yeah, and, no, and, and, yeah, and, just and, and of... it kind of. We we just um, like yesterday uh, when I watched as well. I think uh, Decky and Son were dropping in as well. So you had um, so it was kind of like you know when we played against City and Liverpool and we'd switched to a flat back five when we were defending and it was like and then we had the four and then the, the one. five. Or a five three two as well. I think that, that that's what's popping into everybody's minds is like why why aren't we adopting that? If we're under pressure, why are we not? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's I, I it's just <laughs> not that I'm nervous or I'm like, why is he not doing that? Or but I'm just a bit kind of like, okay, like I know this I know it's gonna like... continue. I, I, but I'd like to see maybe a, a change in formation or just like just a slight tweak to kind of how we're going to counteract when teams do that against us. And, and they're going to be more uh, dangerous, like Chelsea or City or whoever, who, who will pull our pants down over it. Um, and what? Forrest, they, they, did have, they did have times where they could have hurt us, but they were just lacking in quality. I, I, I do think, I, as we've got older and doing this podcast, like there would have been a time where I would be going, why isn't Conte doing it? Why isn't Conte <laughs> playing it for- and the older I get, the more I, I start to cringe when I say it because I fucking have no idea. I can't. In my head, I, I, I think the same thing, Ricky, is that if you uh, just just watch it to uh, uh, no, 5 3 2. I remember against Liverpool and against um, uh, City at times last season where it worked. Why isn't he doing it? And I just feel like he must know. He must be looking at it and going, well, it isn't the right decision because of X, Y, and Z that we'll never know the reasons to. So it's almost pointless saying it. But then if you start going down that road, then it's pointless even doing a fucking podcast, isn't it? Because yeah. it's, you just got to say stuff. So <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm going to fucking email the club and go, Can you fuck, I, I love you, Conte, right? I, I want you to stay forever, but fucking play a free, 5 free 2 every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, let's uh, the, before we move on to Richarlison, and we have to because... Sorry, guy, can, sorry can, I just, can I just butt in there? Um, yeah, go on. Like to, talking about that, and while we're say, we're all saying about why don't you um, why don't we have three in the middle? Why why don't we change it and stuff? But I think people start <coughs> to get a bit 
frustrated or annoyed that when we are building the team that we're building and the formation that we should be able to beat people like Forrest who have just been promoted and they're a lower level than us. So when we're getting overrun by Forrest, then what what are we doing? What are we doing about that? Who who what players should we be signing? Who how should we do it be doing this formation differently to kind of counteract what other teams are doing? So I think I like I, I picked up a few bits of um frustrated fans out there to how we played against uh you know the one of the so-called lesser teams but um so i just thought i'd uh bring that up I it's happened it, it has it. well it has it has I, I i know there are people we had a question actually but we can do it we can do it now uh fryer spurs he says can people actually chill the fuck out and enjoy that we're winning could it be conte could it be that conte is trying not trying to run the boys into the ground four games deep with an intense fixture list coming, best start in 13 years, and the levels of Mona are insane. I, I mean, I, I, I don't go on Twitter after the game, other than to post stuff on Love the Shirt if I'm, you know, if I no. feel inspired to. But it, my advice there would be just stay off Twitter because people yeah. use it as a. And just f- follow far less people than what you are following. Like, if you follow fucking 500 Spurs fans, you're going to see a lot of moaning. Um, and you're going to have so many different opinions and a lot of them are going to be moaning. But I, I think Conte just trusts, he trusts his system. He trusts, you know, he trusts the players. Um, you know, we saw in the Chelsea game that when it got really bad, he then changed. He actually did it yesterday, but he did it, I think it was after the second goal he brought Basuma on. Um, but, you know, I, I get it. I get it why people, you know, would like like to see us take control of the game a bit more. Those are the best performances. Those are the ones that we enjoy the most. And we just see our team just hold the ball, keep the ball, and just dominate from start to finish. And it just feels like it's so rare when that happens. One of them that really stands out is Norwich away when Bale scored twice. I just remember that being like the fucking complete performance. We just dominated the football. And it just feels like so rare that we that we do that. But, you know, I think yesterday, I get it. I think that I was screaming at the TV going, take Sun off and put fucking Basuma on because Sun was so bad that, you know, we could have, we could have had, you know, made a change. But, you know, Conte trusts the team. He trusts his system. He just got to go with it. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, we have to. And I, I think I, I, I generally think that the the level of the Premier League this season is as high as it's ever been. Like the amount of quality teams in there is unreal. Like I, out of everything I've seen thus far, I'd say Villa are struggling massively, and of Bournemouth are trash. But other than that, the, 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 there there isn't a weak team in there. I don't think, and, and and looking at a team like Forest who have come up and they've they've signed another player today, which makes it eighteen, I think, and they're looking to bring in Serge Aurier, which would be nineteen signings. Like how, whether or not they can embed them all and, and make it work at Forest is a question for a month or two when we they, they see how they play. But against Spurs, they were they were fantastic, and you know the quality showed in the end when it started to actually. It, around 60 minutes, it was it, we, we got a foothold and we started to actually dictate a little bit more and, and create chances. There were chances in the first half and we could have gone in two or three. But in, uh, on 60 minutes, they started to run out of puff because they'd put so much into it. And we were able to sort of just start to dictate the game. The quality came through. Our fitness levels are unreal. At no point in, in that game did it look like the Spurs were starting to, like, like Forrest did, run out of energy. And... Um, and then, and you've got to remember, that regardless of what happens in the first 60 minutes, 
the game is 90 minutes long and what happened in the last part could have the game could have run away I mean in the end we only won 2-0 but it could have been more Kane's missed penalty um, there are opportunities there Kodosevsky had a few come out and they uh, a few opportunities where he shot and that they were blocked um, yeah and, and if you looked at the XG if you like that stuff then we were we, we should have scored 2.46 according to whatever it is XG philosophy on Twitter um, but the the moment where I knew we were going to win is when Son went off and Richarlison came on. Um, what before going into the several questions we have about Richarlison and and when I put a tweet out asking for questions of the game and ninety five percent of them were about Richarlison. Where are you at with him, Ricky? Do you love him? Do you like his showboating? Do you like his antics? Do you feel like he's ours and we, he, he belongs to us? And so fuck what everyone else thinks or do you feel like people like Jamie Carragher and Arsenal fans going mental about him showboating a little bit is is um, is the, the correct opinion where are you at of it um, I I love him and he's fast becoming like one of my faves after a few performances right <coughs> it's just um, so th- there's there's a few things that I I'd I'd say like Richardson. Okay, we'll 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 park his. Um, I mean, like goals, assists, uh, drives forward. His overall kind of um, team ethic and and work rate is fantastic, and all those bits as well. But it's kind of like when you um, when you build a team for success you have to have all the ingredients and all the ingredients aren't, aren't, you know, going to be the same or similar. And Richarlison has that bit of uh, bite and needle about him, which is the mentality you need for, for, for winning games. And when you're in tough situations and they're, they're the kind of types of players that can help swing a game Um, and aggression. And also the, the kind of the play acting of, someone's trodding your foot and you're really over egging it or or whatever it is rolling around on the floor it's these types of things these that that's just one small ingredient where if the game is running away from you or it's slightly in the balance by bringing on someone like Richarlison that does all of those things that I've mentioned is one way to help swing the momentum back in your way and when he had done that as soon as he'd come on uh, there was a there was um he was challenging for the ball when he carried on. I think it may have gone for offside, but I think he got hit in the balls or something like that. That's right, yeah. And he was laying on the floor for ages. And I think you could hear Carragher or someone like sighing. And like you could almost hear, hear his eyes rolling. That's to say, oh, like play acting, da 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 da, all that shit. But it's dragging out those times <laughs> and people having whispers and, oh, come up, mate. He's pressing also their you're buttons. Bre- you're, and he also, knows. You're, bre- you're breaking up play as well. Exactly. Breaking up like momentum. And by doing that, and then by doing other kind of bits and pieces on the pitch, it's, again, it's just one way that's, that's, that's swinging it in your favour. You you know, we are, we love it, we, you know, you love it when you can uh, call someone off the bench that, that scores that screamer, you know, it's nil-nil, bring them off, they score a 30-yarder. This is exactly the same. You're bringing on a player that is going to disrupt the momentum that is, and is going to swing things in your favour and is going to waste time, but also has those beautiful attributes of scoring goals, assisting, work rate, you know, everything that, that, that you want, running the channels, like, uh, 
when you're like 65 minutes, 70 in, I'm really pushing defenders. So all those parts about what he brings is, is fucking great. Now we'll get to the showboating. The show, like showboating, fucking hell, man. He kicked the ball up three times and went to run with it. It wasn't but like what was going like through his head, rainbow Ricky? flick or anything like that. But, but what was going through his head, do you think? Because he didn't need to do that. All he could have t- took the ball and then just turned and looked for the pass. What, he, had what loads, was... he's, he's, he had loads of space in front of him. The ball bouncing. Yeah, but what like... was it, what was his in his mindset? Do you think what was he trying to do? It does what he wants. He's playing football. He's enjoying. He's enjoying playing football. Um, he's 2-0 right. up, nobody's pressing him he's 2-0 up, there's nobody pressing him we don't have to do anything with the ball we don't have to press, we don't have to challenge the ball comes to him, he's got five yards around him, he flicks up and I don't. he doesn't need to do anything and it's so weird to me, this whole argument is actually really fucking weird to me because if it's not, if it's not for the tackle we don't talk about it they, they, yeah. mention, they didn't Jamie Carragher didn't react to the kick-ups, he reacted to the tackle. It's only because the player came in um, and swiped him out. Was Johnson, was it? Swiped him out, Brennan Johnson, that it became an issue. It's weird to me that, that this is that Sky have made this a thing. And, and, and Sky know the power they have, and they, they, they dictate the conversation. And probably a big big part of why we're talking now. But think you think of clips about, of certain players. Yesterday, after the game, they had the David Ginola soccer box with Gary Neville. That guy used to fucking do some mad tricks. Ronaldo does mad tricks all the time. People do talk about it. But because it, he got fouled, badly fouled, it's an issue. And that's strange to me. That well, now it's yellow that, card. That it should have been... It, it should have been yellow. red. It should have been red. Do you think? Yeah, for me, that should have been a red. It he, was, just, it, he made no it, attempt just, to swipe the ball. He swiped him out. And the players should have been set. They should have been down to nine, Forrest. And it's weird, this victim blaming that's going on with Richarlison because of his <laughs> reputation. It's just strange to me. You know, he does it, a couple of kick-ups and passes it and he gets fucking swiped out and somehow it's his fault. It's just weird. Uh, well, the thing is, is I, I, um, when I was watching it, I was like, what are you doing? Like, it didn't offend me. And I can imagine if you're on the other side of, uh, of the argument or if you're a Forrest fan where you're chasing the game, and he's just doing kick-ups. But if he's doing kick-ups and, and, and showboating, for, if you want to use the, 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 the terminology that Carragher had uh, used, if you're drawing someone in to foul you, which is what he'd done, he's essentially in that moment where he started doing that kick-ups, he changed the mentality of their right, wing, uh, their right full-back or, or the winger, whoever it was that uh, clattered him. There was two of them that went for him as well. In that moment, when he just the ball was past him, he used the outside of his boot to flick it up and just did a couple of kick-ups, and then it went back down and he tried to pass it back. If you actually watch it, he actually lost the ball. He passed it, and it hit the uh, Forest player. But he'd done so much to their mentality just by doing that small thing that we gained the advantage. And what you've got to, like, these are, the, the Premier League games, the, the, the standard is so good that games are won on small margins. Like, his outside-of-the-boot cross for Kane to score that second goal was unreal. Like, he, if, he'd, if he'd have taken a second longer to use his left foot, it, we wouldn't have scored. They, these are moments, tiny moments. So no one out there can, uh, can blame any Spurs fans for celebrating the fact that Richarlison was a bit of a cunt. Like, we've got to be honest, he, was a little, he knew what he was doing, but that's a part of his game. And if that's a part of his game, knowing full well what we'd bought... Then as Spurs fans, we have to celebrate that, and Conte has to, to to applaud it. And 
He made. He, he actually had a quote content. I wonder if I put it in the running order. Because Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have it get thirty, thirty. Have get thirty, have get twenty, twenty, twenty. Have get twenty, twenty. Have get fifteen, 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 fifteen. Just fifteen bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I might not have done, uh, but he said. Um, I don't know. Sorry, my bad. It was about uh, Richardson starting over uh, against West Ham, which we'll come on to. But he, uh, if I'm, I'm going to paraphrase. But he, he, he basically said that, that you know it's um, this is fine. This is you know he, he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't hurt anybody. It was just a part of the game. Um, he came on and he made an impact, and he has done that every single time he's come off the bench. He's made an impact. He's changed the flow of the game. Against Chelsea, when we were 1-0 down, he came on and he made an impact by harrying, by, by, by pressuring, and then eventually by showing quality. The, I've, I've definitely fallen in love with Richarlison, 100%. And, and, and part of that comes from the fact that fans of other clubs hate him so much. Uh, Mark Nesbitt says the question says, Richie doing uh, keepy uppies, shit stirring, wonderfulness, the Spurs narrative, or taking a piss and deserved of a hearty tackle, the Richard Keys view. Um, regardless, it doesn't matter. He's the, that's what he's going to do. That's what he's always in. And, and what I love about him, Ricky, is he doesn't he doesn't give a shit. Like he went up and 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 uh, shook hands with Carragher afterwards. I'm not sure he knew what Carragher had said about him, but he doesn't care. He knew he knew what Carragher had said about him last season when Liverpool fans were losing their minds when he was. You know, it's effectively internet trolling on the football pitch. <laughs> I think I think Carragher has got um, something against him, an agenda, whatever. Of he I, has. Don't, he's I, Everton. I don't, I don't know why. Uh, is it what just simply because because he was at Everton? Well, do you remember the game against the the um, Merseyside derby where he was particularly aggravating, and Liverpool fans loathe him, and obviously by proxy, Jamie Carragher loathes him. Uh, right. Okay. Okay. Because I mean, like, uh, I was just thinking, like, if Salah or fucking, <laughs> I don't know, Harlan, whoever you want to say, not a had word done would be that, said. They would be cooing over him and being like, "Oh, the greatest talent! This is why the Premier League is the best league in the world. Like, this is why everyone comes to flock and spectates and stuff." Then Richarlison and they vilify him and give it the old fucking, "Oh, he's falling to the floor too easily. He's doing kick-ups and this and that." And it's just like going down that South American player. It, it's just like, you know, it d- depends who what player it is and what story you want to peddle out. It's ridiculous, man. I, I don't give a shit. I fucking... If, I want him to do more, actually. I want him to me, do more. Yeah, me too. Me too. Do, do more. Yeah. More, of, more of the same. Like, if, if you're, What would your message be to... You know, when he comes into training today, Conte came up to him. The, the message for him had to be just more of the same, mate. What are they yeah, going to do? Yeah. What are they going to do? Will they hate you more than they hate you already? Nah. They can't. They already hate you, and you obviously love it. So just do more, because every single time he does something, that like, benefits Tottenham. Exactly. Um, Son was poor again, which is a shame. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with him in Son at the moment. We talked a little bit about about in the last few episodes about him, you know, playing a lot of football, and things are not clicking at the moment. But players go through poor bits of form, 
And, you know, let, let's not focus too much on that. But is it time for him, Cal, to be um, replaced for Richardson? Yeah. Uh, I did uh, five statements with you after... What was the last game? Wolves. After the Wolves game, I did the five statements pod with the Patreon review, and I said, Forest feels like a perfect game to take Sonny out. With the midweek game coming up against West Ham, he has a good record against West Ham's son. I actually thought yesterday was a good chance to start Richarlison. Um, <laughs> but that didn't happen. Son started. He was okay. For, you know, he had a shot, but he was mo- he was mostly poor, and he was mo- mostly actually a passenger. And he's getting more attention now because he's won the golden boot. Um, and everyone knows how good he is as a player. Um, Richarlison's come in. Is that extra bit of competition uh, on that side. And I don't know if it's got to him. I'm not sure. I just think he's a poor bit of form. And we've seen this with Sutton a hundred times. He's had these poor spells where he's not played very well. But what we have now is a player that can come in and take his place. And for a game like West Ham on Wednesday, which is a tough game, and I know we're going to go into that at some point on the pod. Yeah, we are. I think I think put Rich, put Richarlison in and give Son a break. Take him out of the limelight. Put Richarlison in and let's let's win the game and let's take the pressure off son because he'd have had a lot of pressure with this with the you know the touring career there's a lot of spotlight on him he's won the golden boot he's he's getting a lot more attention now than he ever has and i think Do you know what? let's take him out let's put richarlison in and then fulham at the weekend we can put him back in or we can put him back in and um leicester or whatever the game is after that. i can't remember the game is so it's man city after that um is- yeah yeah this is what this is what uh, Conte had to say about him. Uh, it said uh, about that situation. Uh, the question put to him was, uh, "Did you just say that Richarlison will start against West Ham? Uh, will that be instead of Son?" And he said, Conte said, "No, I didn't say this. I said probably in the future you can see in the starting eleven Richarlison. Then if the game against West Ham, Fulham, or Marseille, then I will have to decide. We've got to play a lot of football. It's not." Richarlison wasn't bought to be a, a substitute player for Son or for Kane or even Kulusevski. He was bought because he's good enough to play for Tottenham. He's good enough to be in our starting lineup, and um, so the, it, it's not a mad thing for him to suggest, Ricky, that that against West Ham, Fulham, or Marseille, that he he will start. Yeah, uh, like with uh, Son. He's he's got the he's got the golden boot. He's got what he wanted. Tell him. So I say, get him yeah, out. Get him out. Get him, get him out of my football club. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Taking yeah. us for what he's, you know, what we're no, only joking. How fucking <laughs> dare he? How <laughs> dare yeah, he? I'd love to carry that <laughs> that bit of bants on longer, but I, uh, I can see his face, and I just want to. Oh, he's just so, such a Conte sweet also, boy. Conte also <laughs> Conte also said that he that he wants Son to marry his daughter. Well, there you go. He's yeah. he's he's a he's a he's just. The nicest guy, isn't he? But yeah. um, he, like for years, since he's been with us, he's been flaky, and that doesn't mean uh, that we want him sold or he's trash <clears throat> or whatever you fucking want to say. But we have brought a player in for sixty mil who can uh, replace him, and that can give him competition. What exactly what he's supposed to be doing? And if you if Men, uh, you know, mentality-wise, if you're not if you're not in it, then someone can cover for you. It's like it's a squad game. It's you know a brotherhood. People can come in and step in for you. Or if you're knackered, or like I mean, I didn't even it didn't even cross my mind what you were saying, Cal, about the the spotlight of doing the, the uh, tour in South Korea and how much was on him. Like, and now thinking back, 
you know, wrong, you know, he's at the airport greeting uh, every fucking thing. That 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 must have sapped some fucking energy out. That ain't kicking back on a beach and like having yeah. a ream summer, is it? Like that's that is a nation uh, on your back, man. Fuck, I didn't even and think a, about that. And our entire football club is being like you, you like Conte, like just hug. Hugging Son as he arrived, and like that's Conte is the figurehead of our football club. Daniel Levy and then Conte, right? They're the figureheads of our football club. And you arrive into South Korea, and it's your hometown, and and, and all of the pressures there. And and for the 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 main guy in the in, in the um at the club in in terms of Conte, like hugging, that, that is mad pressure. Like probably in hindsight, a bit foolhardy. Probably not the best. I mean, commercially brilliant. I mean, like Tottenham regardless of whether or not Son continues at Spurs, you know, and, and I'm sure he will probably finish his career at Tottenham, given the length of his contract. But he his work there and, and, and he's what he's done at Spurs has, has made him made it so that Tottenham Hotspur will, will probably for a long, long time be the biggest club in South Korea. That's huge amounts of mental pressure. I yeah. Maybe we, are we reading too much into it though, Cal? Yes, yes, because whenever neutrals or pundits or whatever talk about Tottenham, they talk about Kane and Son. It's the constant chatter is around Kane and Son and what and our success, you know, kind of rides on them. Of course it does, but but so does so does the success of other clubs with their best players. Um, I think we are, we aren't. Son's a club legend, and no matter what happens from now until the end of his time at Tottenham, he, he will always be a club legend. Um, Perhaps we are thinking too much of it because he did win the Golden Boot, but it's, I don't think he's re- he's not playing well. He's not played well in the past. Before, we just played him back into form. Um, but now, it's a, I think the Richarlison thing and having that competition, you know, a real option, I think people are kind of looking at it more. Plus, it's a sexy new signing. And all of us would have been watching the game going... We want Perisic to play. We want Basuma to play. We want because we just but we we like we like new things, right? It's you yeah. know we want we like new things. We like new we like new players. And I think yeah, I think Richardson is making us think about it more than perhaps we should. But it won't affect Conte and it won't affect the other players. But yes, I think Son needs to come out for a game because just because for no other reason other than he's not playing very well. So put Richardson yeah. in. And that's that's part 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 of the reason why you have a big squad and you 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 pay fifty million pound for a player who isn't naturally going to start is if, if there is a dip in form of the other players that we have options. That's we've got to remember that we're Tottenham Hotspur first. We're a club first and having those options are, are an important thing. Uh, Glass Ankles, he says, how much would you pay for Richarlison to score a 90th minute, 90th minute winner during the North London derby? Probably pay a grand. If someone said yeah. to me, you can guarantee that right now, I'd pay, I wouldn't tell my missus, but I'd say £1,000, bosh, there you go. <laughs> to add that, and imagine his face. And like he's, oh man, imagine him be... doing the Adebayor slide in front of the away fans, all the home fans. He would love it. As well. He'd he do would it absolutely all. love it. They're, Drop, they're gonna, drops, everything. They're going to hate him. They're going to absolutely hate him. To have, for him to have that would be a wonderful, wonderful thing. Yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. Rick, what are your Guna mates said about him? Have they said anything at all? No, they ain't said anything about him. I, I think we try to keep our um, our football chat to to a minimum because it yeah. will just it will just ruin the uh, ruin the, yeah. the friendship and um, the, 
Yeah, it, it's just that they, they haven't said anything in particular uh, about him. And I've not said anything about the, the start to their season. Neither of us have said about um, the Champions League draw or the Europa League draw or how many goals Jesus has scored and uh, Kane missing a penalty. No, none of that stuff. It's just like we just try and park it for as much That's as the only we way can. That's the only way you can have a, like a, a decent relationship with... Mm, yeah, know. yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, I, do, I do judge people on who they're friends with. I, I judge Ricky every day. For I that, do but, judge Ricky but, for that. I would. I judge myself when I, I love him my so face much, every right? morning. Well, I, I love him so much, so I, I always sort of let it slide. And <laughs> to be fair, the the two of your mates that you're talking about are, you know, they're nice guys. To be fair, anyway, Nathan Farry says uh, we'll see in Kane and Richardson playing against the playing together against Liverpool cause a mass stroke in Merseyside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, I mean. Regardless of what they say, they fucking hate Kane. They don't like us either. No one does. No one likes but, us. But imagine, like, at Anfield, Richarlison just sending their fans into a meltdown. Like, one sort of little sort of reaction to being kicked on the ankle rolls over. The whole of the fucking cop will be going, ah! Ah, yeah, that's that's what's going to happen. I'm all here for it. <laughs> That'd be fucking brilliant, man. Love it. Uh, Rick Kane Kane missed the penalty, but scored two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, that that ball from Richarlison. Like we we know everything about his gamesmanship and his impact on the game in terms of his harrying and his energy. And but at that moment, he showed Brazilian quality in the outside of the boot pass to to Kane. Yeah, like for um, like when players are confident, confident in their ability, you get that the, there are there are times where they will be in in a position, and you'll just like just just stick it in the back of the net, or, or just cross it. Don't you don't need to do what what you're doing. But like, remember the goal at the Emirates? I think it was a cup game. Kane chipped over for Deli Alley. The ball's bouncing. You just think, just slide it into the bottom corner. That's all you've got to do. And he waited for that bounce and like the outside of his right foot and just lobbed the keeper. And it just fucking, the, the way he connected with it, it was so sweet. But in that young man at the time, the confidence brimming from him, you can do that. Richarlison, again. He believes himself right, so much, doesn't he? Pings it over. Kane, you look at Kane, there is no defenders around him, right? But he has to stick that on his head and he does it right foot outside pings over in the back of the net. I mean, like, come on, man. Fucking hell. Unreal. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Uh, Kane scored two. He missed the penalty, which is, you know, I was surprised, but obviously players miss penalties. It's not the end of the world. It's just uh, it's fucking irritating because we were 1-0 mm. up at the time and that would have buried it. But... I think he's got um, a bit of a, a mind, not, not, not a mind block with that, but there's something in me that feels like you know his penalty against Burnley, where he kind of scuffed it and it and it just rolled the inside of the post and went in, um, yeah. and we were so it was like you know uh, a Rizzler paper of you know us winning that game and, and winning one <coughs> nil. The pressure to then you know put the ball down again for the first time in the new season, and having that in the back of your mind of having to hit it cleanly, I think. He just, like, nine times out of ten, if he just hit a ball with a bit of power, it's just going to go in because the keeper goes the wrong way or they can't get to it. Um, so it wasn't normally like Kane, where he does stick it in the corner or, or, or down the middle 
or top top bins. It was quite. Um, it was a decent kind of uh, height for the keeper to get to, and I think it's because he he did have that in the back of his mind. The, the um, Burnley pen. You see the uh, uh, Spurs posted this. If you're on Patreon, you'll be able to see what I'm holding up. It's a picture basically of uh, Harry Kane in the uh, Premier League all-time top goalscorers list. And it is uh, currently sitting third, ahead of Andrew Cole, who obviously, I don't know what he's doing, but he's definitely not scoring Premier League goals right now. So he's not going to be able to catch Harry Kane. So he's behind uh, Wayne Rooney, who has 208, and Alan Shearer, obviously an amount that no one ever thought would be caught. And obviously in that list, I can't even see Henri. I don't even know if he was even in contention. I, I literally I don't, I don't even know who Thierry Henry is anymore because Harry Kane is currently third. He's we'll, a footnote. We'll, he's, he's a, as I said, I said that footnote. on, I said that on, um, I went on Sky Sports and said that he'd be a footnote in Harry Kane's career. And I believe that to be the case. Mm. Um, so, I mean, what would you do? Like, imagine, right? Like, uh, like, like Andy Cole came out of retirement. It's just like, I'm not going to have this. I'm going <laughs> to sign up to a Premier League team and I'm going to fucking get... I'm going to put myself back. Well, and then he started bagging. Sure. Yeah, he starts bagging again. <laughs> he just signs up to Forrest. Forrest are like, Forrest need a striker. And Cole's kept himself in fucking immaculate condition. He's, for, 47. he's like, in. Yeah. It's just getting in. his toe. Just, it's just getting his toe on things, Rick. It's just getting his toe. Yeah. yeah. He's got... Uh, he gets, gets uh, Lance Armstrong in as his, as his fitness trainer and he just starts doing blood spinning and everything and just comes back ripped and just smacks him 40 goals this season like it's 1994 all over again. That's the only circumstances that I, I would accept the fact that Harry Kane wasn't going to end up being the top goalscorer in the Premier League of all time. He's 29 years old currently. Uh, by the time that Alan Shearer had scored as many goals as Harry Kane, he was 31. Mm-hmm. He had had two years out with a cruciate ligament that, that Kane hadn't, hasn't obviously had. Mm. So he needs, Kane needs four seasons of 20 plus goals to, to do it. And I feel like he'll have, he's still got a massive season in him. I don't think, and given his fitness levels and the nutrition and, and how well he keeps himself and the kind of player he is, I don't think there's any doubt that he's going to he's going to break Shearer's record. I hope it's at Spurs. I hope he signs a new contract. Which uh, actually we've got this quote actually from um, uh, Conte. Uh, it says uh, it's not that interesting, but it's what he said. It's, the question to him was: Have Tottenham offered Harry Kane a new contract yet? What stage is that at? And he's uh, Conte says, I have to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know about his situation. I don't know the details. Honestly, honestly, you, you know we are talking about an important player for Tottenham and the desire of everyone into the, in, into the club is for Kane to continue to stay with Tottenham to sign a new contract. But if you ask me about the details, about the information, I cannot answer you. So I think he's going to sign one. I, I actually look at him, forget about... I've not really... I've not thought too much about a new contract, but I actually think he looks happier... I actually think he looks happier at Tottenham, and he actually definitely happier than a year ago. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I think he's as happy as he's ever been, and he seems much more part of the group than he's ever been. I've never he's celebrating. It sounds really weird, but to me, maybe I'm reading too much into it. He's celebrating his goals more. With there's more animation to him. 
about him when he said, I think he's really up for this season. And Ricky, don't you have a prediction about 35 goals or something for him, for him this season? I think he's going to have a... I actually, I do think he's going to sign a new contract. I think he's going to have a massive season. What was that, uh, is, is that true, Rick? Yeah, so uh, when, I, um, when I was on Rule the Roost, Jack and I were chatting about that he looks in the mood like in pre-season and it looks like he's going to bag loads and we want him to break. I think it's, I think the, uh, the record in a Premier League season is 35 goals or something like that. 35 league goals by Salah, maybe. Um, so we, so every time Kane scores, I use a hashtag HK35 and I tag <laughs> Harry Kane. So eventually, with the amount of retweets and replies and something, like, Harry Kane's going to see this and wonder why, what's going on. And he'll find out, get back to him, and he'll be like, right, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to do it for these lads. Yeah, you, but, you also used to hashtag him about something else, didn't you? Uh, I, well, I at him regularly um, about coming around to my house to have a spaghetti bolognese. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah, what? I, that's, that's still going on. Uh, do you know what? I've been doing that for like five or six years I, I looked it up the other day fucking mental so weird why 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 have i done that i don't know it's funny i don't know are you still doing it i enjoy it yeah 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 I've done he's it definitely seen already. it he's definitely seen that exactly i just want i just want acknowledgement just one acknowledgement <laughs> who has who, is it solo has the record for premier league goals i thought it was andy cole or shearer i think so i, andy I mean cole we, got andy cole got 34 I think I thought Ronaldo got really close to it. There, there was uh, we were, Ronaldo got thirty-one. There was a quick search. We've made it thirty-five anyway, so he just needs to get get there, and then uh, we're we're golden. What like if there was any? Uh, it was Andy Cole. Andy Cole scored thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yeah. Yes. So we need yeah, and, thirty-five. And, and, and Alan Shearer. Alan Shearer as well. So yeah. So yeah. so he needs to score 35, 35 yeah, no goals drawing. in a Premier League. I mean, you've got Haaland who may do it this year. I'd be well pissed off of that. But... I fucking hate how good he is. He's so fucking good. The the, the narrative would have been like, oh, he can't, he can't. Surely the Bundesliga is played by fucking milkmen and 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 <laughs> rubbish collectors, fucking doctors. That's that's it. Like they're like fucking Bayern Munich's right back is a fucking accountant. That that's the level. And he's come to the fucking Premier League and he's like, yeah, fuck this. I'm I'm the bollocks. Like, have you ever seen any anyone? He's a. F- I, I don't want to say it. Like, he has the energy of Ronaldo. It more so actually. Yeah, like, more of the energy of being a fucking phenom. Yeah. He, get, he just he carries does. it, doesn't he? He just fucking carries it. Fucking massive, fucking Norwegian bastard. Like, I mean, you can say <laughs> that because you can't be offensive towards the the Nordic no, people because uh, no. you know it's not. It's fine. I'm allowed to say that. I think. What do you, do you think? Like in talking about Kane's contract, do you think there's any? Um, like what's the maddest thing you think that'd be that'd be in his contract? Like obviously, like goals, assists. You know, like um, bands when they when they play festivals and they're like, oh, well, like when we get there, I need what a rider X Y Z. Otherwise, I ain't fucking playing. I need six like, men think... with their dicks out. Yeah. <laughs> Just standing there, not interested in them. I don't want any even men, to any, look. Any guys, don't care. Just, no. just, please. And just make sure they don't talk to me. Yeah, just yeah. stand just, there. Just hand, handing out beef Wellingtons and, and glasses, yeah. glasses. Yeah, men, men, men with their dicks out handing out yeah. beef Wellingtons. Yeah. 
and crispy pancakes on a tray. Like they've got their trousers on, but their dicks out. But beef Wellingtons yeah. as hors d'oeuvres, not not like yeah. not yeah. proper, not like not little thing. little yeah. beef Wellingtons, tiny yeah. beef Wellingtons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bernard Matthews turkey dinosaurs just on a tray. I hope so. I hope so. That would be so much better than a just standard release clause. That every every game in the in the training room is is just six naked men holding out beef Wellingtons as hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, I like that. Uh, what what in what world does he sign a new contract? Like if if he does sign a new contract with Spurs, that's a massive financial obligation from Tottenham. Obviously, it's worth it because we're never going to find another striker like him ever again. But he's twenty nine. He's going to be thirty soon. You're talking, it's not about incentives anymore. He's not going to be interested in that. It's, if we're going to convince him to sign, it's about continuing what we have done already. He must be impressed by what's happening at Spurs. Do you Got think con- he might, yeah, do you think he might be a bit like, if Conte signs, I'll sign. Like, someone's already s- s- signed <laughs> recently, isn't he? Anyway, yeah, he did last uh, on, on a season long-term last deal. Time. So, um, and I think there's been some other contracts handed out. I think Ben Davies got one recently and there's, there's mm-hmm. been a few more. Um, it's about Conte. And, yeah, I think if, if, yeah. if, if Conte does sign, then Harry's like, okay, this, this is it. I think, he, he, I think in his mind, in his mind's eye, if he wants to beat the Shearer record, like why, why disrupt the kind of environment and the flow and yeah, everything just that you know. Stay, and just, you just, just fucking stay, Just fucking stay and fucking do the stay, record, man. Stay with us, you dickhead. Stay. Yeah, we cunt. fucking love you. We don't want you ever to leave, you fucking prick. Just stay. That's interesting. Do we all love him again now? Fucking yeah, I love him. I adore yeah, him. Yeah, I, yeah. I do. I do. I'm back. I'm back. It's like he went out. He got his jaws wet. He had a little, he had a little suck of a yeah, man. That, then, that's it. That's it, like, it? I forgive you. I forgive you. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you're, I'm, I'm I, fully I, back. I never thought I'd be able to forgive my missus if she cheated on me, but especially if I knew the details, or I didn't. Yeah. I sort of kind of knew, yeah. but 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 what I've had in the last year is fucking roast dinners three times a week. That mm. then you know, afterwards, you go, yeah, fair enough. You, 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 yeah. you made a mistake. Yeah. You've done your bit. <laughs> yeah. if, well, it's not, if your missus went out and you're making you know, your own horse run shit. Yeah. <laughs> if your missus comes home and scores a brace in an North London derby, it's like, do you know what? I fucking love you, baby. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, let's do, you know, do you know what? I'm, do you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I've reacted badly to what you did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you feel like you had to do that? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry it's awkward for you coming back into the house after you did that. Because yeah. I, I should never have made you feel like I completely understand it. I'm not yeah. good enough for you. I am not good enough for you. Yeah. But uh, we, yeah. we've, but now you, you, like I said, free, free fucking roast dinners a week with homemade horseradish. Oh. <laughs> Unreal. Homemade anyway, Yorkshire's as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, loads, of, loads of batter, man batter. No, no, I don't know where we're going. Let's, let's move on to um, actually quick, quick mention for our defence once again under pressure. Uh, Sanchez. We haven't conceded the goal in over nine hours when he's been a part of the team. Played some massive teams in that in that little run as well. Um, yeah, superb. Ben Davies at times on the ball in in uh, in the first half wasn't good enough, but solid, absolutely solid. And Jed Spence came on and did a really fast run. It was really <coughs> it was really good to see uh, Jed Spence come on because I was I'm really I really want him to do well. He Me just, too. Yeah. 
So, yeah. and, and he's only going to do well if he's good enough. And if he's good enough, then Conte will bring him in. And the fact that he came on ahead of Doherty and um, and was playing as a right wing, well, he's, he's, he took over from Kulisevsky's position. Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. And I get this kind uh, of defensive aspect to that as well, but he, he, he looked like that burst of pace where he just, where Charleston was carrying it and he, he went and Charleston, yeah. you know, if it was Kane, he probably would have found him. And God knows what would happen then, but I just, I was really encouraged by his cameo. I was um, like going back to the, the, the defence chat. I have been <coughs> a, a little bit, um, you know, starting the season, it's like Cess. <coughs> you right there? I'm recovering from COVID. What the fuck? Uh, you so, well, no, I'm just asking if you're right. Fuck you, off. You know. Right. Nah, and he's been sucking on that vape constantly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've had um, Cess, Davies, Dyer, uh, Romero and Royale. And it's kind of like, well, nothing has really changed at the beginning of the season. We've got the same defence. So I didn't really, just wasn't excited. And then Perisic has come in for Cess, which has been great. Um, but again, it's still very... Uh, and like Romero's been out, so Dav's been in now. And it's still like the same, uh, virtually the same back five as last season. So I have been a bit fucking aggy about it. But they are fucking, you know... They're, they're, they're right. They're, 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 right. They're, they're delivering, man. They're delivering. They're, they're, they're fine. Fucking, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What do you want? What do you want? Yeah. What do you want? Do you, what do you want us to... What they're not conceding goals? Is that good? You, yeah, that sounds you good. Want them to concede goals, Rick, do you? you yeah. Do you, do you, what do you want to swap players out because you've got some sort of idea about what our backline should be? But yeah, you we're want actually a new player. not. Ooh, is that what you want? Yeah. yeah. Fucking grow up, Ricky. Yeah, I should do. Should do. Yeah. No, it's been good. They've been playing well. Uh, we've got to quickly look ahead to the West Ham game. Um, they've started poorly. It's got one goal in four, but they have beaten Villa. Who are shit. Uh, but obviously, a game at um, that dump is always a problem for us because mm. they're just going to be up for it. What, what's your feeling, Ricky, going into that? I don't want them to sign that geezer from Leon before we play them. Oh, pa- Paqueta. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Really I mean, good. like, what I, I, you know, my football knowledge is pretty, pretty good. But uh, I, I haven't, I haven't got round to uh, watching the YouTube clip of him yet, so I can't, I can't say. Don't you. it won't, it won't make yeah. you happy. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, yeah, I mean, if, if they sign him, big money, uh, Brazilian, isn't he? Um, I don't know who gives that, a shit. That, that that's what I mean. That type of player would just give you give you a big boost when it in the change room around you know around the stadium. Your rivals are coming in, pick up your game. I don't want that. I want them to kind of, <clears> I want that to, to to drag out and for them to. I mean, like the I, I had, I didn't see the game against Villa. Obviously, they won one nil there, but um, I still think they are. They're they're obviously not not in form, and I think it's it's probably a good time to go and play them. But I don't, yeah, I don't want them to sign that geezer. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Yeah, fuck him. And, and hopefully he won't sign in time. I mean, he, he'd have to sign tonight, probably, in order for, for him to be available to play. And even then... Need per, per, permits, all that lot. Yeah, or permits, yeah. Yeah, the fucking permits. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be yeah. running to the home office or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Just, Let's yeah, delay it. Email yeah, delay it. Has he ever hit a woman? Just don't let him in. Yeah. <laughs> um, ben Tancourt uh, can't play because he's had a concussion. Protocol means that he's not going to be available for six days. Although some, someone on Twitter said it's three weeks. I don't think that's that's right. Nah. But uh, nah. you've got a concussion protocol. He was, it was he wanted to get back on, which is mm. that like that. The same with the Romero saying, "I don't care what the fucking Spurs." medical team are saying I want to play and they're saying we can't and, and obviously that's why he isn't playing but that kind of mentality is I want to be back on that pitch for, for Spurs I want to be back on that pitch to make sure as we, we're as good as we can be that's the correct mentality and that's the one that Conte wants you remember yeah. there's that story about um, Conte doing pre-season training with I can't it was Juve and one of the players I don't know who it was said to him I, I've got a slight injury I can't do the running and he just threw him a bib didn't even look at him. Just threw him a fucking bib. Just start running, you prick. That's the kind of <laughs> the, that that that, that for, by Romero saying I want to play, and Ben Tancor trying to get back on the pitch. That's the right attitude. I love to see it. I really, really do love to see it. But he cannot play, which means Basuma and Hoybier are going to start in midfield. What what do you make of that, Cal? Yeah, no, I, I'm pleased because you know myself and I think it was myself and Alex were having a mini debate about who we'd like to see Basuma come in for and I was a lot I was of the thinking that I'd like to see him come in for Bentancourt um because I actually think Hoiberg's been pretty good uh, and he's very much one of our leaders on the pitch I think so you know I think Hoiberg will start and I think Conte probably feels the same about Hoiberg and I think I think we'll be able to play most games. And I think, yeah, Basuma is the right guy to come in and play next to him. Apparently Skip's training as well. I think Skip's going to be training this week and Romero. They're both going to be training. So Skip hopefully can be on the bench uh, tomorrow. So we shouldn't, hopefully we don't feel it too much with Ben Tancor. And the thing is with Ben Tancor, he takes an hour to get going. Every game, it just feels like he doesn't start quick enough and you can press him quite quick. But I think... As the season goes on, I can see him being the guy that comes on in 70 minutes and starts to just ping the ball around all the tired midfielders. Uh, I think I think this is you know a good time for Basuma to come in. Yeah, I mean it, it, we have no choice; he has to. Yeah. But uh, it, it's about but Bentancur's game is sort of being metronomic in midfield, getting the ball, finding an opportunity to pass, trying to hit the final third, whatever it might be. I think Pesuma has been labelled as a as a player who is a destroyer, similar to Hoybier. And if he can get anywhere near Hoybier's numbers in terms of breaking up play and, and and recycling, then we've got a great player there already. But I think Ben Pesuma's got a bit more about him than that. And I think his passing range is slightly slightly better, a bit more direct, a bit more attacking. Mm. So I'm look I'm I'm looking up. I'm, I am looking forward to getting a proper look at Basuma, like what he did for, for Brighton, for a lot of the chat of pundits and, and of saying how great he is. I'll be honest. I, I, you know, I wouldn't be able to sit here and tell you exactly what type of player he is and give you a breakdown of everything he's done. So I'm looking forward to actually seeing him play for Spurs and see how he reacts and, um, and being the type of player that he, that he is and how he's going to be used in our team. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. I wonder what I wonder what the team will be, but we do a proper preview for the West Ham game on Patreon. 
you can become a Patreon member by signing up at patreon.com forward slash fighting clock. And there's tons of football podcasts. Oh, fucking ton. Why do I always fuck this up, Ricky? There's like tons of Spurs podcasts. Content. There's content. loads of content. Other loads podcasts of- as well. The the actually other podcast, literally the name of it. Yeah. There's a, a and you can see a video of this podcast, which I'm on. So if you want to see my beautiful it's face, a, then it's like there you it's go. like it's like looking at Lucas Mora. Well, Do you know well, what? I, I asked my daughter when <coughs> I took her to the game against Wolves, and I said, people are going to ask you who your favourite player is. Who is it? And she said, um, Lucas Moura. I was like, what, really? And she said, yeah, because he looks like you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's, that, that's sweet, but that's not the right answer. Yeah, but it's, he, he does. you look so much like Lucas Moura, it's unreal. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. That's... It used to be Deb from EastEnders, now it's... You're Coronation a prick, Street. mate. You're a prick, but... No, yeah, used to I'll, be. Ta- I'll take I'll take more. Yeah, but you you can't take. I, I'll tell you who you look like. It used to be Dev, but now it's... no. I what well, it's offensive for starters Why? because we there was no likeness whatsoever except for my brown <laughs> skin and black hair. <laughs> no, don't yeah, do that, Ricky. The, yeah, do that's not. It. No, uh, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, no, yeah. That's it. yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's bullshit. Yeah. The tide is turning yeah. on this woke culture anyway, mate. So, I'm, so that, don't there, that, there's no shot. That's not what I'm saying. You look like Dev. You look like him. No, but now, now no you look chance. like Lucas Mora, who also apparently do, uh, has brown that. skin. So what, what? What? How am I being racist here? No, I agree with Mora. I, I'll tell you when you're being racist when it works in my favour. All right. <laughs> Such is the problem with rock work culture. But let's 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 move on. Um, we got uh, we we got players going out, aren't we? Uh, Winks, uh, rugby on, and Hill is leaving. And have you um, seen that little? Um, don't know where it was from. It, you know, loads of loads of loads of stuff gets chucked in the WhatsApp group of like screen grabs <coughs> of agents of this or that. So I don't know where it's coming from and who's saying it. Um, but Hill is 99% done, but Tottenham mm. are just finalising his replacement. Which, yeah, so that, that, that which, came which from... basically done. So That, that came from Gattuso, the, uh, yes. Valencia's manager. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That was it. Yeah. So, so who is that replacement? replacement? Oh, so, I don't so know. As we record, Yannick uh, Carrasco is the, the player, but if you look at it, all of the good stuff he's done on those YouTube highlight videos... All from the left, all of it, pretty much. I know he's played on the right at times, but if you're replacing Hill, it feels like you're placing with a player who will happily not play. But if we're replacing him with someone like Carrasco or Zaha or Ziyech, that again is a massive step forward as a football club. And what we're doing in in like like Conte said, if we sell a player then we have to replace him. That's what he said. It was like, that. that's what, what is going to happen and the club agree with that. There are only a couple of players that we were, that we knew we had to get out in La Celso and, and, um, and Dombele and Reguilón. But Hill was one of the players that we have to replace in Conte's words. And if that is the case, who is it? I don't is know. It? I'm excited though. Well, we're linked with Ziyech. The, the players that we've been linked with in the last week or so or last few days is Zaha who is available for 30 million he has a year left on his contract at, uh, at Palace that would be massive although he plays off the left typically Ziyech play, can play on the right and Yannick Carrasco who is fundamentally a, you know he's, he's right footed but he plays on the left 
So what? It, what? It, what? 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 What do you think? A lot of, um, there's been a lot of chat of uh, Dan James as well from Leeds. Dan James is another one. I, I, I mean, look if the, if the question is, are we upgrading Brian Hill by signing Dan James? I would say it's like for like. Yeah. Are we making a statement? I don't know. I don't know. By... I think, yeah, like, I don't think it's like for like because they they have a lot more different uh, <coughs> quality. So if you've got Decky and he's getting replaced by... Uh, I meant in quality. Really I meant skilled... in quality. In quality. Right. Okay. But not what I mean, they can like bring. That, that, like Dan James, he is like a speed demon. Mm. Like, he, he's used to playing on the back of shoulders and getting down the channel Um and Hill isn't really that type of player, really. Uh, well, especially not in the Premier League. So I don't know. I think I I feel like Dan Dan James can work, I, but yeah, it isn't that. Um, it isn't what? that kind of that star quality where you're like, shit, we've got this 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 breader coming in. Cal, if 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 I had to give you four names, uh, Carrasco, Zaha, Ziyech, or Adama Troyari. Which oh. one are you taking? I've been sat here thinking about Adama Troyari for while you guys have been speaking of, because I think he's the most likely. I think it's going to be Troyari, and I want that greasy bastard in my club. I just want him. <laughs> he, he's just. He's just. Joe you know what? Again, I mentioned it again last night. Um, it, after the game, it was the soccer boxing. Gary never won WG and like Spurs over the years. We have, we have, we've always, no matter what, and I think your dad said this, Flav, we've always had players. We've always had, no matter how shit we were, we've always had a good player here on there. And this isn't that situation with Traore, but he's that flawed genius. And that's why I want him. But if it was, if you was to ask me about those four players, I'd have Zaha. And I'm not a massive fan of Zaha, but I'd have him because he's Premier League proven and I think he'd do bits at Spurs. I've got to agree. Zaha, I've always wanted him. And if we have the opportunity to buy him, if it's £30 million, if you believe the reports, I think Zaha for me as well, Rick. What, what do you make? Yeah, like you, if you if you put those players out, he, Zaha probably wouldn't be uh, top of my list, but... Um, you know he's he is premiership ready, isn't he? So, mate, <coughs> what what kind of fucking depth have you ever seen the Spurs team in our entire lives? We would never have a squad. I've never seen a squad as good as this. If we sign Zaha, or if we sign any of those cunts, yeah, the, the depth would be being, insane. Yeah, it would, and I could see it being Zaha or Dan James because of homegrown as well. Not Dan yeah. James. Dan James wouldn't make me feel like that. But Zaha, no. Ziyech, or Carrasco would. Or, or yeah. say, Maximin as well, he's been linked. I don't. There's no world where he leaves Newcastle, no. especially that screamer he scored the other day. Yeah. So if it's not him, and, he, and I think he's probably better than Traore, any of them, any of those players, apart from Dan James, I would think this is insane. Mm. It's good enough to win the league, generally. It's good enough to win the league. If we do, if we get another one over the line as, as good as those players that we mentioned, for sure. Anyway, uh, let's get some uh, final questions before we finish. Um, Mark Nesbitt says, I'm having a boy in late Feb. Congratulations to Mark, who is a hey. part, part of the Fighting Cup podcast. Many congrats. He's having a little boy, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, he does pose a problem, though. He says, how do I prevent my partner's scouse side of the family from turning him, in, turning him into a Liverpool supporter? 
lock him in the basement until he's 18. I think just you, you'll have to murder them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how that helps with your sort of civil liberty and your ability to move freely in the future. Mm. Uh, or how well that lends to your... How, how healthy a family life that you can have. But if the, you know, if you want the direct answer to the question that you're asking, you murder them. I think, I think if you, <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> with, uh, with uh, <laughs> it went quiet then as to say, yeah, then this, this is what we actually think. Just murder them all. Um, <laughs> if you keep, to living in London or <coughs> uh, down south for as long as you can and just drip feed into supporting your local club or supporting a, a club that you can get to easily, um, you know, lived lived in, uh, conceived in the Tottenham area, uh, one with a shin because he lives around there. Um, just It's just those, all those little things. Why do you want to go and support Liverpool? You fucking, you've never been there, you know, just leave that shit up there to them up there. You like we, yeah. this is what we do down here. Go and support Tottenham. Go and support our local team. Mark, if you're a good dad, you're like he will idolise you. Yeah. Like there's there's a reason why I support Spurs and why all my brothers support Spurs. Why Ricky supports Spurs. Cal, what do you, who do your dad support? Manchester United. Good. So don't be like Cal's dad. Right, but no. he because obviously didn't have the influence on Cal <laughs> at all. No, but 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 why why what, hold on why are you uh, Spurs? I liked them. It was one of those things of I didn't choose my club. My cho- my club chose me. Love that. Love that. Um, yeah. But my little nephew, Spurs fan. Yeah. I have indoctrinated him from from a little kid. Bought him Spurs kits from four or five years old. Yes, giving him time, giving him attention. You're absolutely right, Flav. Be a good dad put the time in you know with kids you get out what you put in and that's exactly what it's going to be you know you're going to put all that time in and that kid will worship you and worship your football club by extension all, all, when, when i grew up all, 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 all i wanted all i wanted to, is for to just to belong to my dad's social group and 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 be uh, like and, and be able to be with my brothers as spurs fans i didn't give a shit about how good it didn't even come into my brain about how good spurs were at the time they were terrible it didn't matter. All that mattered was that I had my brothers and I had my dad and they were telling me what to think. <laughs> and that, that's all, all that mattered. So that's all you have to do, Mark. That or murder everyone. <laughs> Zeus, uh, he's, uh, congratulations, Mark. Honestly, that's, uh, that's a wonderful, yeah, wonderful thing. It's lovely. Uh, yeah. So Zeus, he says, uh, if you had to eat a fruit out of Conte's bum, what would it be and why? I mean, there's obvious. Obvious, you got to go with grapes, surely. I thought grapefruit. <laughs> no, not grapefruit. No, just grapes. Too way too big. A watermelon. Well, great, well, a watermelon oh, popping out of. Well, I guess it, I guess it depends what you're going for, doesn't it? If you're trying to like, what if a whole banana came out? Yeah, banana, yeah. grapefruit, Banana's banana. Right. Yeah, it's all right. Because if, if you're one, if you're trying to like avoid the area, like if you don't want to eat his batty, then you just eat the banana. But if you actually just want to eat his ass, then you want those cookie crumbs. Then do you want the smallest fruit possible? 
I don't think um I don't think it's about eating his bum. I don't think there's any sexual element to it at all. It's just if there is going to be fruit popping out of Conte's bum, what are you going to do with it? I reckon a whole banana just. <laughs> no, maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <coughs> but a phys- <coughs> physical, <coughs> you know. <coughs> All right, last question. Jake <coughs> Coveney he says, uh, Conte, <coughs> Conte wants Sonny to marry his daughter. Who is the last Spurs player you'd want to marry your daughter? Who's the um... last? Hmm. I would probably say, uh, I'd probably say Skip, because he's uh, that he like no disrespect to him, but this is going to be disrespectful. Like even though I've put that caveat in by saying no disrespect, it is disrespectful when I say that he reminds me of um, is it Ralph Wiggum from The Simpsons? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's the guy that would like you put PVA glue on his table and you'd be like right put that there for a minute you turn around then you turn back to him and he's he's eating the whole pot like it's just <laughs> I, I, so i don't want him being with my with like with my daughter so, sorting out car so it's insurance not, so it's or not content skip. insurance or anything like that yeah he's got a bit so, about bit about him not skip yeah. um go on Kyle. oh really that's actually really tough you know skip's a good answer he's a boring bastard um, Lucas maybe because he'd make make her go to church every week. Uh, maybe, yeah, brother, yeah, yeah, but what what about all the sort of stuff he he supports? Uh, yeah, there's that as well. He'd, he'd start talking all that mess as well. Was um, it, would that be a problem? Well, I don't so, think a so, daughter of mine would would have her own mind and wouldn't wouldn't go along with something just because that's what he thinks. You know, I think they would. Um, they would if if the dick's good enough. It, well, yeah, well, I mean, it's a, a Brazilian snake hips, like yeah. so. That that that, that must be must be like pretty sweet down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and ream parties as well. Lovely mm. community. Well, I think her, is I it think... the right wing, right wing stuff, or ream parties? It's it's mm. a tough one. Very hard to weigh up. <laughs> ream parties. <laughs> I reckon, like, if, if of all all of the um, squad that gives the best dick down, I think Lucas Moore is up there. Mm. He's got yeah, those salsa looks, strokes. Just tenacious. looks like me as well. So, mm. like, so yeah, both of us. So, what, so mm. yeah, what are you what are you do you rate your love making skills quite highly, Rick? If if we're talking about uh, straight to just like penetration, no, it, it wouldn't because it's just <laughs> the, the whole package, though. Yeah, like you know, listening to the the female body of what they want when they want it, and you know, just just being just being free, just doing yeah. whatever comes into your mind, and, and the the whole shebang. Yeah. Uh, then you're then, good. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say. I'd, I'd I kind of rate, think, rate myself. I don't, right, woman, yeah. I don't think any woman wants to go straight to intercourse anyway. Oh, there are some, there are some men out there that they will just go. Oh, straight of course into there that. are. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. because men are rub like men, in, 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 in like I I don't hate men in the way that the you know the the way that society and social media would tell you to hate men at the moment, right? But they definitely want to go straight to intercourse in the sexual in environ. Yeah. And I, I, I will I, say what I will say is as well, uh, there is a real 
real, real um, high possibility my mother-in-law is listening to this. So I just want oh, to yeah. say, if you are listening to this, that your daughter does get served out well. So <laughs> just got to leave that there. Like, there's no worries. She's not. She's not. Got, she's not going wanting. I'm a, I'm a good man. I am a good man. Good father. Good. Yeah, provider. That's yeah. nothing to do with what you just said about being a good father. Speaking of which, <laughs> what is that plaster on the end of your fucking little finger? It's not a plaster. It's a fucking divvy little cast from a broken finger, isn't it? Who did what? Who did that to you? My ten-year-old daughter. She threw a football at me. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> catch it. I, t- I had to change it today. I took some photos, and it's so <laughs> it's it's it's, uh, it's healed, but it's so bent. I'll, I'll send you them. Does it does it still feel painful? No, no, not at all. So why you got that D- fucking thing on? Because I have to, I have to keep it on for till like the seventh of September. Luckily, I ain't going to be in any of your wedding photos with it on. Thank fuck. Please keep it on. <laughs> Do that in every picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the digit of doom. All right, boys. This has been wonderful. Uh, this also has been the Fighting Cop Podcast. Tottenham Hotspur have beaten Nottingham Forest two 0 because they're shit and we're great and we you- have to go. To- Go to the London Stadium and uh, dick up West Ham. And we're going to do that. And we're just going to march on. to If we beat West Ham, if we generally beat West Ham, and then we've got Fulham at home and beat them, that's then we can start talking, generally. Yeah, totally. Bearing in mind, like, we've played Chelsea away. And no matter what they're doing, they're always a thorn in people's side. Yeah, fuck, it's all good. It's all good. All right, this has been the Fighting Cop Podcast, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Wrap. Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.